morning. My name is Richard Wexler, and this is episode six of our podcast entitled Elder Ed, Education, Solutions, and Resources to Navigate Aging and Care. So for a quick recap, about 18 years ago, my wife, myself, and our two small children began caring for all four of our parents. It was an unbelievable journey that lasted 14 years. That led us to our company, Points of Life, led us to educating thousands around the country, and led us to this podcast with the idea of hopefully educating providing solutions and resources to a lot more folks as well. So what I'd like to do today is start with a family that I'm making up, but it could be almost any family around the United States. The title of this episode is Help, Mom Fell. So let's start looking at the characters involved in this little scenario. There's mom. She's 74. She lives outside of Chicago, still in the family home. Dad, her husband, passed away about four years ago from a very short illness. The home that mom is in is about 2,000 square feet. It's outside of Chicago, as I said. It's got three bedrooms, two baths, all the livings downstairs, all the bedrooms and the bathrooms are upstairs. And that home is currently valued at about $450,000, and there's still a mortgage of about 150000 as well. So what happened? Well, mom's in good health other than an inner ear problem, which on occasion will make her dizzy. And one day she was going up or down, I don't recall, the back stairs, and she fell and she broke her hip. So who else is involved in this family? Then we'll keep talking about mom. Well, there's three kids, adult children. There's Cindy. She's the oldest. She's 42. She has two kids, a daughter, 12, and a son, 10. She's currently living in London, where she's been working with her husband for about two years, and chances are she'll be there for quite a few more years. There's her sister, Lori, who's 39. She has two kids as well, a son, 10, and a daughter, 8. Married, lives with her husband and family in Houston, Texas. Then there's their brother, Bob. He's the youngest. He's 36. He has three kids, a daughter, eight, a son, six, and another son, four. He's married, lives with his wife, works as they all do. He lives in Denver, Colorado. So no one's near mom in Chicago. So as we've said, mom has fallen. Now what? Well, let's look at what is probably going to happen based on a few different scenarios? First of all, I'm going to wonder, as you probably do as well, has the family ever planned for something like this? We said dad passed away per a really short illness. 
mom is in her 70s now. Have they ever had a conversation with her? Do they really understand if something were to happen to her, what she wants, what her wishes are, where she'd want to live? Dad is buried in a cemetery outside of Chicago near the family home. But has there ever been a discussion? I mean, if something were really bad to happen to mom, what does she want? And then if mom were to wind up in a situation where she needs care for a long term, does the family really understand the amount of money that's available? Has mom saved that? Did dad and mom save that? Could she afford possibly to bring someone in the home if she needed? Could she afford to live in an assisted living? Do we even know if mom and dad or now mom by herself has a financial planner that she works with? Have they discussed all this? One little caveat, and I want to make sure you guys understand this, and I'm really not knocking the financial industry, but in all the financial planners that I've worked with, a lot of them really don't understand the cost of care what it's going to take to bring someone in the home, what it's going to take to have someone in an assisted living. When mom, you guys, the adult children, are working with a financial planner, one of the first questions you want to ask in an interview process of him or her, do they really understand these costs? Do they really understand what that's going to look like for a family, especially if someone needs care for an extended period of time? And and per this planning, did mom and dad do an estate plan, you know, a will and a trust? Has mom gone back to the attorney? Do they have an attorney? Is that set up? That really needs to be. And then a caveat there, when you're interviewing an estate planning attorney, yes, you should interview the financial planner. Yes, you should interview the estate planning attorney. You want to find out similar questions. Does that estate planning attorney really understand the dynamics of your family? Does he understand, and I'm talking about this fictitious family, Cindy, her situation, Lori, her situation, Bob, his situation. Does he really understand how this may affect the estate plan for mom? What the distribution may look like or what may get changed based on the need for expenditures, money, etc. So let's assume they haven't planned, which unfortunately a lot of families haven't done. What normally happens in this situation, let's hope a neighbor finds mom, she gets taken to the hospital, phone calls go out, texts go out to the three children. Mom has fallen. It looks like mom broke a hip. The kids are freaking out. 
as most kids do. They're scrambling around to get a flight from London, from Denver, from Houston to come back to Chicago to see how's mom doing? Is she okay? What What's going to happen with her? And over a period of time, over the next 24 hours, the three kids, possibly their spouse, usually not, wind up at the hospital where mom's flat on her back. She's obviously gone through testing. She's talked with the doctors. The plan is they, they verified that the hip is broken. They verified that. They've, they've talked about the need for surgery. That set up for the next morning. Mom's going to have that surgery. The kids have now flown in. The kids are now freaking out. Mom has always been the strong one in the family. Something like this has never happened to her before. She's flat on her back. She has to have surgery. They don't really understand what that means. They don't understand what the recovery time from that surgery may look like. They're talking amongst the three of them. They're grabbing a few nurses to talk with them as well. Mom gets through surgery. Mom gets through anesthesia. Mom eventually comes back to her room. The three kids are there. It's now been 24 plus hours that they have flown back to Chicago. So now the question is, what's going to happen? How long is mom going to stay in the hospital? Where is she going to go when she leaves? What is that all going to look like? One thing I'd like to say, and again, not picking on hospitals, but unfortunately, a lot of folks that should understand exactly the next steps for mom in a situation like this, when she leaves the hospital, do not understand. I'm encouraging in this situation the three children. Figure out who the lead dog is. You guys probably know that. Which one of you is it? Is it the oldest one? Is it Bob, the youngest one? Who is it? That individual needs to go speak with a social worker that may be working with mom, the discharge planner that may be working with mom when she's discharged to really understand What's going to happen when she leaves the hospital? Most likely, she's going to wind up going to a skilled nursing facility. Remember, we've talked about there aren't nursing homes. There are skilled nursing facilities. Someone could possibly even mention the two words home health. Home health is different than home care. Home health are independent companies. Mom then goes home from the hospital. She doesn't go to the skilled nursing facility. And the therapists 
physical therapists, for her hip, etc., are going to come to mom's home. But they're going to come once, twice, three times a week, maybe an hour each time. Mom really can't walk. Mom needs care there in the home if that's where she's going. So this idea of her going home with home health may sound great, but who's actually going to take care of her, help her get dressed, help her to the restroom, fix food for her, etc. So most likely, she's going to be transported once she's discharged from the hospital to a skilled nursing facility. We'll talk about costs later. Obviously a big thing, but we'll talk about that later. How long is she going to be in skilled nursing? I'm guessing situation like that, three, four weeks at least, mom is initially most likely going to be in a wheelchair. They, the therapists at skilled nursing, want to work with mom to get her from the wheelchair to a walker. They want to make sure that mom can walk on that walker up and down the hall. Based on the severity of the break, there's going to be a lot of instructions from the doctor. So again, mom's in this skilled nursing facility three, four weeks. There's people around her 24 hours a day. What I see happening a lot, the two sisters, the brother, who are still there, it's been three, four days now that they've been back in the family area outside of Chicago. They're probably taking a breath. Wow, mom's in skilled nursing. She's going to be okay. They're going to help her move from her wheelchair to her walker. And guess what? They have to go home. They have spouses. They have kids. They have a job. And there's a very good chance that no one has really talked about what's going to happen for mom, with mom, in three or four weeks when she's discharged from the skilled nursing facility. And there's a, again, not picking on skilled nursing facilities, but there's a very good chance that no one from that facility has really had a detailed explanation with mom and one or all the kids about the option options once mom is discharged from skilled nursing. Remember, the adult kids had to get back to their lives. So here mom is. She's four or five days from the broken hip. Kids have flown back to their respective homes. We don't really understand what's going to happen to mom when she gets discharged from the skilled nursing 
facility. So we're going to leave it there right now. And on the next episode, we're going to pick up with the options that are probably going to happen for mom. The involvement or lack of involvement based on this family from the three adult kids. We're going to start talking about the monetary pieces, including the stay at the hospital, the stay at skilled nursing, what the options are when she leaves skilled nursing, because mom told her three kids she's going to work really hard to recover from this broken hip, but it doesn't happen overnight. She's going to need care full-time, probably 24 hours a day for a while until she can take care of herself on a daily basis, get up, get dressed, use the restroom, cook her meal, eat, do wash, do all the things that we have to do, somehow get food brought into her home, and a lot more. So on our next episode, as I said, we're going to start talking about these options. We're going to start keep on talking about what's going to happen with mom. So as we've talked about before, I always want to remind you guys, please connect with me if you have a question, if you have a concern, if you have a suggestion. I'm about to give you that email. Are you ready? Do you have a pen? ElderEd2023 at gmail.com. E-L-D-E-R-E-D two zero two three at gmail.com. And until we speak again, folks, please have an awesome day. Thank you.